the bananas are soft. The bananas are soft. The bananas are soft. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> the oranges are squishy. No, no. Okay. Welcome back to the podcast. It's called What Do You Think About Books for the Uninitiated. You should really listen to our other podcasts first. Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about The Winner's Curse, the first book in The Winner's Trilogy. Which you probably could tell by the title of the podcast. Yup. Yeah, okay. So, basically... Basically. I don't know what I was going to say. Hmm. What's your first thought? Yeah, what are your first thoughts coming out of that book? I know I've already read it before, so I already knew it was going to happen. You've already read it before. <laughs> I've already read it. I've already... At first I didn't get it. Okay, I've already, already read, read it. <laughs> I've already read it. So... I already knew it was going to happen. You didn't. So what were your <coughs> first thoughts coming out of the book? Well, okay, my first thoughts coming out of the book are very specific and weird, but I I wanted to share them right now to get them out of my head. Okay. So basically, you know how, like, they're like, oh, the horse's name is Javelin, which is Valorian for Javelin. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, isn't Javelin a Valorian name? So, well, like, if like is it, my question is is Valorian English? Because a lot of times, like, so, like uh, Kestrel is is apparently Kestrel in English because all of the other characters' names who are Valorian are like really weird. But Kestrel is like a bird. Kestrel is actually an English word. It's a bird. It's a small bird. And a- but a- Aaron's name is also a. It what? Aaron, is also. A name. It's in English. No, it's not. It's A R I N. I know people named Aaron that spell like that. You down? Yeah. I know it's uh, usually well, spelled E R. Well, okay. People smell it like but that. But that's Huron. So well, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, but, so, you know how there, like, a lot of Valorian names are, like, English? Like, but a lot of them are, like, like Jess. Like, and Je- Jess and Kestrel and a lot of the other names. But, like, there's also other weird names, like General Trajan or Irex. Yeah, it's like... So I've been thinking, is Valorian English? And I think I have proof. Because you know how like they call Aaron Smith? Yeah, that's a class that's like a like classic American last name. That's a classic American name, but also is short for blacksmith. So that proves to me that the names like Kestrel, Jess, and Ronan are not translations. They're actually English because it's like shortening a English, like an English word to make an English name. Yeah. So like, it's English. 
Well, that had a key part in the story because why would a slave owner be protecting your slave like that? That kind of like that kind of is there for all the rumors and like. Well, they didn't need to prove it. Like the rumors were already there, but like, and what part do they play in the story? No part. Well, you haven't read any of the other books, so. Oh. Well, true, but. No. <laughs> but okay, so like the rumors, I I don't feel like were necessary. Maybe, maybe they play a part in the next book or the third book, which I find unlikely. But like there were, and there were already rumors about them. Yeah. So like. Why, why do you need to, like, enforce that? Because Irax dies, and, like... Yeah. And, and, like, you could have cut all of that, and you could have just, like, went straight from, okay, Kestrel's buying well, you the have guy to... show to, them, like, actually caring about each other. Well, because like, to, to, they play bite and sting together for a bit. To, oh no, Kestrel's telling him that the general's leaving, and then that leaves an opening for the rebellion. You could cut all that stuff, which is like a quarter yeah. of the book. It's not necessary. Yeah. Um, but, all in all, it was actually a good book, but I, uh, I just felt like that part was not, yeah, ne- not necessary. I said that way too many times. Yes, we did. But okay, your turn. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the book? I really like, um, I like the character development, not the character development, but I like the different characters and their backstories, and yeah, okay. I like how complicated, the, I like how the complicated, you may not, I mean, I like how complicated the characters are, but. That took you way too many tries to say, but. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're not, um, it, I have a. It's kind of hard for me to talk because I've already read the next two books. And um, something I just want to say about the author is the character development along the whole whole story is just amazing. And yeah, um, even in the first book, it was just like from the start, they just... I just... From the start of the book... Kestrel was, like, pretty good, but she's gotten, like, better, and she is, like, willing to, like, marry the, (laughs) marry the emperor's son so that Aaron and his people can be free, like, she's becoming a better person, like, I feel like she's kind of grown out of thinking that her Valorian ways were the right ways, because they aren't, and... Slavery is bad, kids. <laughs> yep. Bad. More yelling kids. But okay. So, yeah, okay. Character development. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Some some other things that I want to bring up. Like, I really like Jess and Kestrel's friendship, although I don't think Kestrel 
I just get this weird vibe that Kestrel isn't treating her friend all that well. But I know she cares about her, but, like, I don't feel like she, like, repays, like, just does so much for her, and yeah. I don't feel like she repays that. But. but yeah. They're, they're very different people. Yeah. And, um, I agree with you, like, she needs to, like, pay more attention to Jess. She's never, like, asking Jess to come over. Jess is always inviting her. Like, yeah. She never makes a plan. She always just comes and, comes and Jess is, like, really ama- a really cool character. She's, like, really nice. I mean, she's all, she's Valorian and thinks there should be slaves. But, um, she just, I feel like Kestrel should be, like, nice to, nice her. to her. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, also, another thing is that, like, hmm, what was going, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of want to see, like, how the Emperor develops, like, as a character, because we haven't seen it at all that much of him. And I just, I just, like, want to see how he is as a character, and we get to see very little of him in that book. Yeah, I already know who he is, so I can't really have much say in it. But, like, is he going to be a villain? Is he going to be reasonable? Is he going to be, like, an idiot? Like, the king in Shadow and Bone? Honestly, don't. I read this book a while ago, and some of the characters I don't remember at all, and I'm interested to see how these characters act, because I don't remember them. So like, how long ago did you read this book? Like, a year ago? Or? Like, a year ago, but I only re- remember the main characters, and like, I don't know, the Emperor's son. Like, I don't remember him. I don't know how he acted. Hmm. Okay. And... I don't even know his name yet. Yeah, I don't even remember his name either. So he must not be a very important character. I'm I'm kind of interested to see how much of the book is actually going to be devoted to like build build up to their wedding, because like at the end of the like the first book was basically like two parts. It was like the first part was like her and like court drama and stuff and. Like, that felt, like, a bit boring to me. And then the second part was, like, all about the rebellion and what it was like after they took over and waiting for reinforcements to arrive and stuff like that. And it's just, like, I'm just wondering if the second book will be like that, too, or if it's... Or if it's just going to be one continuous part, like, leading up to the... to the wedding between her and the Emperor's son, or, I don't know. Yeah, or it might happen right away, or, I don't remember a lot of the second book, or, um, yeah, okay. So, also, referring to the two parts thing, there's something really interesting that I noticed about this book, like, in an, uh, 
I went to this, like, author's writing talk thing, and she talked about the death in the middle of the book, which is, like, a space, like, halfway through the book in almost every book that feels like the climax, but really isn't. And I feel like this book had a very noticeable, quote-unquote, death in the middle of the book. So, like, basically what I'm wondering is that if the second book's going to have that too, or if it's just the first book. Yeah. One thing is, the first book, like, goes off on, a, like, a very big cliffhanger. Like, I did not think the book was over, and then it was over. I don't feel like it goes off on a big cliffhanger because it's well, just they, like I feel like I ha- I feel like they hadn't finished their disc- the Kestrel and Aaron hadn't finished talking yet. Like I feel like they were still in the middle of their conversation. Also, I I we keep kind of coming back to the fact that Kestrel isn't a very good person mm. for the first like no, she's not. half three quarters maybe more of the book. She thinks she's a good person, but she's not. She's really not. <laughs> but one thing that I, when Aaron got mad at her because she was mourning, um... Yeah, Eni. Eni's death. That that wasn't cool of him. That's not... Yeah, but, that's, al- but also, he made a good point, because... Yeah. But, but Eni really did like Kestrel. They were really close. Yeah. But I think, I think... But Kestrel was, a, like, a a kid when she like made that decision she's like can my slave can my slave be free my nurse yeah and that they'd forged kind of like a bond and yeah but i feel like Aaron was like well what about her family yeah that's did you ever stop to think about that yeah that's true And and that's where she isn't a good person but like yeah but her father father when she was younger wouldn't let her play piano and yeah her her dad is and you have to marry or join the army like even though you're only 17 well i i feel like that was more reasonable because it was like the custom of the time it wasn't but you don't have to do it till you're 18 but like he's well, I feel like you don't have to do it until you're 18, but she's 17. She's, like, in the next six months, she she needs to do it anyway. Yeah. Really. So. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like that setup. You have to marry or join the army? It's like, I, I don't like that, but it's like her father is just following the custom. It's not him. But he's also, like, he's very <coughs> pro that custom. Yeah. And he's... Yeah, but Kestrel is very pro-slavery for the first half of the book, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's... I think that custom isn't so bad when you compare it to the other things that the Valorians did. Yeah, I totally agree with that. They're not very good people. And just one fact I want to add on to it. It may seem kind of out of place, but... Um, so... You learn that her mom died when she was, um, when they first moved to where, um, when they first took over, what's the, what was it used to be called? Heron. Herania. Heron something. Yeah, something, something like that. There was a, there was like a bad 
like flu that was going around, and her mother died because of yeah. it. Yeah. And um, after her mother died, her father was like super strict and wouldn't let her play piano, wouldn't let her do things that she loved to do. And yeah, it's that classic so, Sound of Music style archetype of like the mom dies and the dad feels like the kids are reminders of the mom and locks yeah. them away and doesn't require and doesn't allow them to do. Yeah, they do. I feel like I feel like her mom was the type of mom that would be like you're being unreasonable to her father would say like you're being unreasonable to her father and would be there to like defend her. Yeah, and, like yeah. someone's going on in the background. And when, um, <laughs> if her mother was still alive, when her father was like, "You have to bury her, um, be in the army by 17, her mother would probably be like, "That's when by we're eighteen. Still- no, she he said in the next six months. But she's already seventeen. Oh, but I feel like her mother might have been there to be like, she doesn't have to do that. Yeah, her okay. mother seems like a feminist. Just how she was described, she seemed like a cool person. Cool person. Even well, though she's, even though she's at least women are allowed to join the army. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good. big thing. Well, one thing I don't like is because men, when they're not, if they're not married or in the army, if they're not in the army, they can go alone if they want. They don't need an escort. Is that true? I mean, like, I doesn't. It isn't explicitly stated That's in the true. book. Yeah. But maybe, maybe yeah. they have to marry to join the army. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it just seems like a bad thing, like. You can't even if you're seventeen. You can't be alone. Like you have to have someone with True, you at all times. True, but eighteen. But <laughs> Kestrel's. Well, Kestrel's seventeen, but the custom says you have to marry no, or I'm join the saying, army by eighteen. Okay. A seventeen-year-old should be able to walk around the market alone. She doesn't need to have an escort. Like yeah, it's a, it's kind of weird. But why why are you saying escort now? Because That's marriage is marriage slash escort. Well, if you're in the army, you don't need you don't need an escort. That's uh, what it said. Because you can defend yourself. Oh, true. <laughs> I think she should join the army, but I think she should do nothing. I think she should. Yeah, I mean, I think joining the army wouldn't be the worst thing, especially since her father'd be probably be able to get her in a thing that September. probably get her to do like a thing that's not like frontline. She wouldn't be, like, fighting battles. She might be, like, doing strategy because she's really good at yeah, strategy. Yeah, she's a really good at, she's a really good strategist, and so even like though she doesn't, like, admit it. wouldn't be the end of the world if she, if she joined the army. Yeah, or she could be, like, I think she, she, she has a good knowledge of, like, medicinal plants from her nurse, so she could be, like, a medic. Yeah. So, yeah. like, remember how she was, like, oh, there's this one plant that can heal Jess. What? No, that was Aaron. Oh, it was? Yeah, Kestrel was like, Aaron, is there a plant that can heal Jess? And he was uh, like, okay, and he I was like that. yes. Okay, so, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so, did this book keep you interested? It did keep me interested, actually. And, yeah, I read it in one day. In one day? Yeah. Okay. I guess it wasn't that long, but I did not read it in one day. It didn't keep me that interested. Mm. I think I know what books we're going to be reading next, though. We get to take turns picking books, so... My, uh, Like, the Shadow and Bone series was my pick, and then the 
Winner's Trilogy was Dana's pick, so I get to pick next, and I know what we're going to be doing, and I think Dana's does too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it earlier. Oh my god, those kids are so loud. Those kids are so loud! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay. They're loud, though. Well, I think I think it's time for us to do, like, ratings and predictions. Okay. Don't you? Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, what's your rating? My rating is... A, actually, I want to hear your rating first, because you read it in a day, so I'm interested so, in that. So I'm always it's, interested. It's out of ten, right? Yeah, it's out of ten, and remember, oh. it's like... It's like six... It, like yeah, I know the scale. Yeah, yeah, you know the scale. Okay. Okay. You're thinking. You're thinking. You're thinking very. Good. I give it a nine. You give it a nine. Really? Wow. Mm, That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. Okay. This is good. Like, but I. The only reason I don't give it a ten is because a really good point you made earlier about the. The very unnecessary scene. Like I didn't see that before, but now now that I think about it, I like I totally see that, and I see how that yeah that doesn't really need to be there. Yeah, it's like a quarter of the book, and it is totally unnecessary to the plot. So that's that's good. I give it an eight out of ten because it it was actually really good and kept me really interested, but I just. It didn't do anything special, and there was actually that. Uh, there was also that unnecessary scene. Like, the reason that I gave the Shadow and Bone books very high ratings was because it just like, it it was so fast paced, and I love fast paced books. And yeah, like well, it, it like totally set it up for one thing. Like, oh, okay, I see where this is going, and it totally changed directions. Like, well, the third book is probably the most action packed. In the series? Yes. In the series. In the series, yes. Not in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Yeah, in the Winner's Trilogy. In the Winner's Trilogy, yes. okay. Just clarifying. But yeah, I I just think it's like... This book was more slow, and it's not a bad thing. It's just my preference is for a book to be fast. Yeah! Okay, cool. cool. So, the next book we are going to be reading is called The Winner's Crime. By Wait, I thought it was The Winner's Curse. We just read The Winner's Curse. Oh, oh, The Winner's Curse, then The Winner's Crime. Yes, by... Okay, Marie Rutkowski. Rutkowski, yeah. Rutkowski. Rutkowski. On the previous podcast, I said R-U-T-K-O-S-K-I, <laughs> and I didn't catch it until I was editing. So uh, are you Tay? Are you Tay K L S K I? But it's Marie Rutkowski. R U T K O S K I. So Tay. Tay. And I look. Oh, what are your predictions for the next book? Yeah. Okay. So my predictions are that like she's gonna like it's gonna be building up to her marriage. To the uh, to the emperor's son or whatever, yeah, 
Yeah. It's going to be building up to that. So, like, they're going to, like, but I'm not sure if that's going to come at the halfway point or at the end. Because, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. So we should get reading. What, uh, oh, yeah. you. I was going to ask what your predictions were, but you already know what's going to happen. Yes, I do. So, yeah. Okay. Until next time, shining off. What do you think about what? That was weird. That was weird. You're you're weird. You know we're still recording, right? Yeah, I know. Cool. Cool. Apples are bananas. (laughs) You're weird. And cherries are grapes. Uh, okay. Bye, guys. And white is blue.